We're coming in hot with inspiring guests, witty banter, and colorful commentary for today's veterans and military community. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. All right, and welcome back to the Tango Alpha Lima podcast. I am once again not Jeff Daly. I am his not cousin. Jeff Daly. I am his cousin, just Daly. Uh, no, uh, Jeff uh, is going to be out. Geez, I'm dropping golf balls and throwing things around my office. <laughs> oh my gosh, this, this is how the show is, this is how the show is starting. Now you up. understand why I stick to legal stuff and not podcasting. I, I might have hurt myself here with the golf ball. Anyway, well, you'll Jeff, at least know what forms to fill out, right? Jeff, it's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Jeff should be back hopefully shortly. I hope I don't have to fill in too long, but Jeff, we're thinking about you. Uh, Ashley, great to see you again. Always, Mark. Always. You are a treat. We we do tend to text quite a bit anyway, so it's not as I if know. I know. Really, I know. Yeah. It's so lovely. It is. It is. Legion is where you make lifelong friends. Like you, you make them do. in the military and then they just continue to blossom. And then the next thing you know, you've got a friend in every state and once in a while. You've got a friend in me. <gasps> That's so toy oh, toy yeah. story. Look Very, at you. Yeah. Oh so beautiful my kids haven't gone into the toy story stage yet if you were a toy story character who would you be that's the real question i kind of like buzz i I mean woody is too much feelings Uh, maybe (laughs) i i could maybe i'm like this slinky dog thing i don't know i haven't really thought about it but next time i watch it i'm sure i'll overanalyze it and get right back to you on that but yeah if uh if I could, the I think it's the fourth Toy Story where Bo Peep is like this rogue resilient like rebel. Like that's that, that's my version of Bo Peep. Like, that is that's very the character much, I would channel. I can see that with you. Yes. Very, very much so. I would be like MacGyvering things in an antique shop and you know, unifying yeah. at a carnival. <laughs> I can see I that. would do. I can see both of those. <laughs> yes. All right. So uh we are at the beginning of april here which as you well know is children and youth month at the american legion mm-hmm. so we're very excited we uh obviously we have four uh you know platforms uh of pillars if you will of the american legion children and youth being one of them um you know without reading through the whole thing ashley what are you kind of your What are your favorites of the children and youth portfolio, if you will? So I really enjoy just in general. So for for folks that don't know, so as the American Legion began to take shape in 1919, you know, this anti-democracy movements, they were underway in the United States and they were targeting young people, right? So we've gone over a little bit of the historical context of Americanism and programs and how children and youth and all these things got their footing. So, you know, the American Legion was pretty determined to instill programs and values. Um, so, for example, like supporting of scouting, uh, the establishment of the Child Welfare Foundation and the American Legion Endowment Fund, now known as the Veterans and Children Foundation, which is what we're raising money for, for the 100 Miles for Hope, um, the development of youth programs. So that was between schools. That's, 
uh, partnerships with American Legion and other community entities. So like very commonly we would see Boy Scouts and later on Girl Scouts um, to even supporting um, like local uh, sports teams, things like that, um, that American Legions individually have, have taken under their wing in their communities. Um, but additionally, we have the portfolio of scholarships, which today uh, amounts to more than $4 million annually, according to our most recent um, consolidated post reports. Yeah. So I think what's really impressive about this is that, you know, our National Children and Youth Committee has like the oversight of our temporary financial assistance, the Family Support Network, the Child and Welfare Foundation, and the children's benefits uh, provided through the American Legion Endowment Fund. So those are kind of like, that's like my big, that's my big yeah. favorite, if you will, because it's the catch-all that really assists from the local, state, and national level to ensure yeah. that like our values and all of our programming is, is going out and meeting the needs of each individual community. And I think that's something a lot of folks don't realize. Like we have the national umbrella, but our local posts are really driven by what the community's needs are. So we have children and youth uh, month for the month of April. Um, it's also, you know, military child month. So all of these things are interconnected. So I guess our good, our toy story, uh, our toy story joke is, 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 isn't true here. Um, but it's a, you know, good, a good, a good tag along, which is also a Girl Scout cookie. So here we go. This is where I'm at, everybody. I do love me some tag alongs. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I do love the tag alongs. Yeah. So some of the obvious kind of the more high profile ones, American Legion baseball is pretty obvious oratorical contest, which is coming up here shortly. I am a, I'm a judge this year. Whoa, big time. Moving on. Really, really hit the, you know, they asked for volunteers and my name showed up on it. So (laughs) uh, junior shooting sports. Uh, Boy Scout, Youth Cadet, Law Program, and obviously kind of my favorite, uh, because I get to spend time with your hubby, is uh, Boy State. Love love me some Boy State. Uh, I'm sure Girl State is equally good, but I haven't been to Girl State. But uh, Boy State, Boys Nation, I prefer Boy State, uh, but you know, to each their own. I, I prefer Boy State because as a counselor, there is a chance you will get some wild children at Boy State, so I can be sergeant cv when you get to boys nation all the kids are way smarter than me and they're all (laughs) super well behaved and so then i become the negative influence so it's like yeah we should do that that's such a lower like lower enlisted like sergeant like mindset like i I can identify with that so much like like, once you get to like certain level you're just like man these people don't need me yeah it's (laughs) like what am i fun i'm supposed to tell these kids how to live their life correctly like Dude, I'm about You're like to hurt myself around. with a golf ball in my own office. For, you know, like <laughs> I can help with the Boy State kids. It's the Boys Nation kids are already they're already leaving yeah. me in the dust. Yeah, but, I, I will say I did get I did get asked to do Girl State again this year, but unfortunately, with the in person, I think I might be out of state or out of country depending on that week. So I'm sad because I had I got to do it virtually, but I know being in person would be wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's, and I, I told them I said, hey, like if it lines up, like I'll I'll come in and, and speak. On a, on a platform of service and continued service to inspire them, but I, I could not be able to be there for the whole. Just week. Make sure you're back by the time the Virginia Department Convention happens. This oh yeah, guy oh, no, will I be am... speaking at it. So we really, we'll to, I, yeah, I did happen. So I don't know how much you know, but I've been helping with you know I'm on the media and communications for the Department of Virginia, and yeah. um, I've been helping them redesign some of the other things for the convention. So. Your name may or may awesome. not have come up when I was making the brand new branded 
I don't uh, know that I even officially uh, told them I would come. Maybe they just assume I'm, I just, but I'm I coming, got a, of course. I had past national commander, Dan Dillinger, reached out to me via email and was like, hey, I need you to add X, Y, and Z to this. Yeah. And then I just saw your name. And then it was like, does Rob know? <laughs> that was the first hey, thing I thought. Whatever to Mr. Dellinger wants, Mr. Dellinger is going to get from this guy. Like I, Mr. Dellinger rocks. So if he yeah, wants me to come to, uh, and it will be my birthday when we're there. So we will have to. Oh boy. Yeah, we'll have a couple. So many uh, opportunities. A couple, maybe. <laughs> we'll have a couple more beers and I'll still be in bed by four. You'll be singing. So it's a great. small world. Yeah. Out. Yeah. It's if I start singing, let it go on stage, come and get me. All right. That'll be a problem. All right. Well, speaking of some cool, cool things <laughs> on the same vein of guests and amazing folks that we get to speak to outside of yourself, Mr. CB. What a great um, segue. Excellent. Yes. Thank you. You're, you're very welcome. I have to pay homage to you and your, and your newsy cap. Yes. So today our guest is Jamie Gray Hader, an actress and a model who has performed voice and motion capture work for the role of Lieutenant Nora Salter in Call of Duty Infinite Warfare and voice acted as, or excuse me, for the operator Rose in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Jamie played Lucia Solano in season two of Graceland, the werewolf Danielle in season five and six of True Blood and starred as Detective Kat Tamman of Law and Order Special Victims Unit from 2019 and 2021. Jamie, Jamie's work with the Call of Duty has inspired her to be an advocate for service members and veterans. She has been a speaker at five Student Veterans of America National Convention events. She has been the MC where and in which we have all had an opportunity to meet her back in January. And then Jeff and I got to catch up with her a few weeks ago for an interview. And we'll have that interview interview for you right after this break. Advancing the vision. Advancing the vision. The American Legion educates, mentors, and leads new generations of Americans. We are veterans strengthened in America. We are the American Legion. Well, I am so excited to welcome to the show, Jamie Gray Hyder. We talked about you already. We kind of blew you up and raised expectations. So everyone's expecting, Oof. I'm not going to say perfection, but I will say brilliance. So that's what <laughs> everyone's expecting out of you. Um, no pressure. And, have you met have you met my friend Ashley? Hello, Ashley. <laughs> hello, hello, Jamie. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. And Ashley tends to, she always likes to, she always likes to get ahead of me. So she she's gonna ask the first question again. Here we it's go. so funny because I literally was like that that little pause there was like I'm gonna start and then I was like oh I see I see Jeff's brain moving oh his lips are moving there he goes we're off to the races so I will get us started Jamie so I have to say so I've been to Student Veterans of America conference in the past few years so if I have had the privilege of witnessing you on the main stage as the MC making stuff happen you are just so very talented you've got it this amazing resume. You are very iconic in all, all of the things. That's one of my catchphrases here. We're going to get that on a t-shirt. All <laughs> of the things, all the things. And I'm just incredibly impressed, you know, for you to be Thank a master so of ceremony, 
be this advocate for uh, military community. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, you have military, some military family within your surroundings, right? Friends. Uh, you said, uh, you have a yes, I've got lots of friends who have served. Uh, my grandfather served and I grew up in the DC area where so many of my neighbors and everyone I went to school with either themselves or people in their family were currently serving or are still currently serving. Um, so I've kind of been around it my whole life. Excellent. Well, that's fantastic. You know, I love when we have advocates in the corner that are willing to, you know, be, be an active voice, right? And we all have that ability and you are the personification of, of what we need and more people like yourself in our community. And I want to kind of kick off this kind of journey of advocacy because I, you know, I'm seeing you're involved with the Call of Duty Endowment Fund. You've, you've done a lot of great, you know, appearances on shows and been front runner. Like you've done some great stuff. And I want to know what led you to military veteran advocacy and how that kind of got started or how you moved into that. Well, it, it began for me as, as really a more kind of strong advocacy position when I was working on Call of Duty. And I sort of became friends with our, you know, the public affairs officer for the Navy, at the, you know, who was the Hollywood liaison at the time and, and our Navy SEAL advisors and things like that. And and the more I talked to them, you know, the, the more I realized how important my role as a female in this video game was for actual females serving in active duty and for veterans. And when they kind of explained that to me and asked if I'd be interested in doing some outreach, I, I thought that that was such an amazing opportunity. And if I could have a positive impact in any way, I was down. Um, and that was at this point, I mean, eight, nine, 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and since then, you know, working with SVA is something that's been super important to me, the call of duty endowment. I, I've been fortunate enough to go to most of the branches at this point and have in-depth looks at what their kind of day-to-day -day is like. And it's all those experiences for me that really built this grassroots appreciation that I have as a civilian. And it's kind of helped me find ways to be impactful. Um, as a civilian, which is something we kind of feel powerless about a lot of the time. Wow. Well, I, I understand that. I know as someone who's been a leisure member for going on nine years, I've done a lot of community work with our, with our, you know, external partners and just having those conversations and you'd be shocked that like a lot of people do feel like disenfranchised or they feel like they can't make a difference. And it's nice to know that there are folks like yourself out there who are willing to say like, Hey, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do this awesome thing. And Let's just be really clear. Like you're the first female for like Call of Duty. Like that's a big deal. And as you know, I, I kind of dabble in some of the video games, but I know my husband's a huge fan. Like I was like, oh, guess what? Maybe he was. Wait a minute. That's the gal. I was like, yeah, that's the that's that's the gal who is the first female lead in Call of Duty. He goes, no way. So he's gonna be super excited when he listens to this episode. Hi, Ashley, so husband. Yeah, he's so excited. Yes. Um, Rob is going to be thrilled, but it's, that's such a unique like way to get started. Right. Cause like what I will, what I found in many situations is that, you know, we'll get, you're either connected to the service member. Right. But to, to have that be like the stepping stone and then launch you into student veterans of America and other you know, advocacy work. Uh, has there, so from the endowment fund and then just this extension, like what else have you kind of found yourself getting involved with in the community? 
Well, I've gotten to do a couple of really cool things that I don't think a lot of civilians will get to experience. I've gotten to do an embark on an aircraft carrier. I flew in a C-2 Greyhound 200 miles off the coast of Mexico, landed on an aircraft carrier, did trap landing, stayed for a couple of nights, kind of got to observe all the operations. And, and then I got to speak with and hang out with um, a lot of the different um, service members who were there. And um, that was very exciting, very fun. But most recently I got to go up in an F-16 with a Thunderbird pilot. And I got to do the entire one hour Thunderbird program. I hit nine Gs. I got to pull my own maneuvers. I was scared, but (laughs) I kind of said at the time when I felt nervous, I was like, this has to be one, one millionth of the anxiety that our service members feel before they go to do something like this when people are also going to be shooting at you or trying to hurt you in some other fashion. So I just had to put on my big girl panties and suck it up. And I'm really glad I did because <laughs> it was an absolutely incredible, incredible experience. Wow. That's I, so just for the record, um, you've been in more aircrafts than, than I have been in in my military career of eight years. <laughs> like everybody's experienced stuff. And I think that's fantastic that you got to firsthand witness like some of the, the stress, the anxiety, some of the things that my people don't get to. Um, but it's just, it's so impressive, right? So, you're, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to toss over to Jeff because I know I can see the <laughs> angst in his face. He's that, like, I, I was, these questions burning. I have so many though. Um, so we're, we, we do a thing on our show. We've called rapid fire. So you can, you don't have to give long pontifications on these because I have some observations. Uh, <laughs> number one, I don't think big girl panties is the, is the, is the phrase, isn't pants, but um <laughs> Pants, like I couldn't get away. No, you can't. Like I couldn't get away with saying that. So you you visited you all the big boy of, panties, sure. Big boy panties. I mean, they are better than. Well, I mean, they are dependable. <laughs> Dependables. Mm. Um, all right. So favorite. You have a favorite branch since you visited them all, and I'm not going to try to influence you at all or anything. But I don't know. If you can see the thing? No, you can't see that. I'll put this one on here for a second. You have a favorite branch, by the way. Never in a million years. Never? Never would I set myself up like that. Nope, because every time I visit a base or anything from here on out, I would never hear the end of it. Oh, I think you are vastly, (laughs) I think you're vastly optimistic about the reach of our show. But... And which most I've, recently, the Air Force has been an amazing experience for me. Okay, Going to, okay. I went to, got to go to the Office of Special Investigations, and I got to uh, do the the Thunderbird pilot Thunderbird flight. So that's hey. newest in my brain. But I I will never choose a favorite child. All right, and I'm gonna mm, I'm gonna kind of go with what Ashley said. You've done. Don't think that you're doing things civilians. Uh, just have it done. I have never been in an F-16. I've never uh, fixed wing landed on a carrier. I've uh, mm-hmm. the, in the Marines we use helicopters, and that's how we get around. So it's so I've la- landed on with helicopters. Um, so you you have quite the uh, you have quite the experience doing that stuff, and I'm assuming that adds some uh, reality to your performances like especially on, on the call of duty? it What it added for me is a, is a sense of urgency to get it right. You know, like you always hope that you're doing it as best 
to your ability. And those experiences absolutely influence how I portray, how I would portray somebody who's active duty or a veteran. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, it, it just, it, it adds not necessarily always more information, but a sense of urgency. Cause now I have people with faces and names that I feel like I have to honor. You know, it's not just the general idea of I'm in the Navy, you know, it's like, but, mm -hmm. you know, think about this individual and that individual and the person you cooked with when you were on the aircraft carrier, you know, and, and think about it, it's more, it feels more personal. So it's almost like it adds a sense of urgency and a little bit more weight. It absolutely adds to the fodder of what you get to choose from when you're building a character, but it also kind of adds a little bit more pressure almost, but, but in a good way. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's. It's important, you know, to have that that background and uh, would to do the performances that you do. But real quick, I have just another observation: Do you are you more recognized for uh, Call of Duty or being Cat? On, on more people have, order. have stopped me as Cat. Yeah, but there's something funny about the Call of Duty fans and other video game fans when they'll hear me before they'll see me. I'll be at a bar and I'll, I'll like reach over somebody to order or I'll like speak over somebody about well, back when you were two or three deep in a bar, I would, you know, speak over someone to order my drink and you would just see someone kind of make a face and look and they'd look at me and they'd hear my voice. And, and I'd realize, you know, that people started to say they could hear me because a lot of times I'm talking to you over comms in the game. So for a lot of people, it was like this weird moment to all of a sudden hear Salter over their shoulder, like talking to somebody else. Um, so I probably have gotten recognized more for CAD because I don't know that the video game always translates visually, but it's funny when someone does recognize me from the game because it's usually just vocally. All right. So let's uh, let's try to, I want to hone in a little bit. We've talked about how awesome you are and all the awesome things that make you awesome. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Gray Hyder. I'm, I'm coming on her. this podcast every day. I'm going <laughs> I'm to call her by her full name now because I have that much respect for Jamie Gray Hyder. I don't know if you knew that, Jamie Gray Hyder. <laughs> so uh, if we look at, so I don't know if you even know this. Did you know that you were eligible to be in the Auxiliary of the American Legion? I did not know that. To hon and honoring your grandfather's service. So there you go. Interesting. So that all these things that you do with the, you could be a part of us in the family. Like officially. Officially. Wow. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, that yes. was, and uh, and we have and Holly, super producer, knows some great ones in New York. So, uh, yeah, I would you love be, to know. I would love to look into that. You could be you could be part of the fam fam. And I'd also point out that uh, I this is my first time at Student Veterans of America this past year, um, and I didn't get I didn't get to see your live presence there, uh, but I. I'm hoping that we go back and maybe you'll be back there again and we can meet you in the Tango Alpha Lima booth. That would be awesome. And I mean, as long as I don't do anything really stupid between now and then, I think they're going to continue to ask me back. So we would ask you back, even if you did something <laughs> stupid. And as a matter of fact, it might enhance, it might enhance your chances because I do things stupid all the time. And Ashley, as you can see from her wrist is trying to catch up with me. This snowboarding incident. Oof. Oof, she yeah, said hey, oof. At least at least you tried. <laughs> I did. You know, I'm a proud owner of a plate and 10 screws. You know, it's you know, just you know, close to becoming bionic woman. I'm tired of right side. Just like eh. Eh. Uh, 
I'm this glad you're is. okay besides all of the metal parts. All of the metal parts. All right. of the metal. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's, it's, you do the work. I'm going to act, be an actor geek for a second. Um, and I don't know if uh, I'm on the, on the West coast, I'm on the military uh, committee for SAG AFTRA, I guess we have to say AFTRA now. And, uh, and also communications, but nobody cares about that. It's the, it, which I, I feel like, I feel like for New York, that might be a good thing for you as well to be on the, yes. they're not all, they're not all veterans on the military affairs committee. Okay. But, I didn't even know that SAG had that. You're teaching me so many other ways that I can also pass on to other people for someone to be involved. I love this. I love to give people more work to do. That's just a thing that I love. So more really opportunities to help. More opportunities to help. So the, uh, I had a question that dealt with all that, but I sometimes get lost and then meander back into it. So I, I like, oh, we talked about uh, what makes, what makes Jamie, <laughs> makes Jamie Gray Hyder, Jamie Gray Hyder. And now I want to know kind of what's the future of Jamie Gray Hyder and how is she going to keep spreading the Jamie Gray Hyder awesomeosity throughout uh, the world? And yes, I do make well, up my own words. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, as far as acting stuff goes, you know, it's kind of fly by the seat of your pants. You're auditioning all the time. Not really sure what's going to stick. You're just throwing things at the wall. Um, I have a lot of ideas of my own that I'm developing, some different culture and food shows, possibly. I actually would love to um, work on something military-related eventually, kind of a day in the life of each branch, where I essentially share my experiences with other civilians who don't have the access that I do in order to try and build a better and more well-equipped landing, landing pad for all of our service members and veterans, you know, to have a little more of a cushy civilian population that can speak to you on your terms a little bit better. Um, I'd love to do a project like that. So that's something else I'm, that I've got on, on one of the burners. Um, I'm just sort of taking whatever comes. I'd love to get into directing a little bit. I, I'm not you know, focused on one thing right now. I'm sort of dipping in a bunch and then we'll see what happens. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, I know you got to follow up there. I mean, there's, we talked about as you would say, all the things. We, we really have, yes, yes. I, um, I'm just kind of in awe because I'm, I'm just thinking about this and I actually have a photo of us together at 2019 SVA. I was thinking about you know, it. I was going to say from the beginning that you look familiar to me <laughs> and then I didn't want to sound crazy. And then when you mentioned that you go to SVA as well, I was like, okay. Yeah, I tend to now, every time we go to Orlando, I kind of wear my mini ears everywhere I go. It's been, it's been good. But uh, yeah, I've, I was thinking about it and I was like, I, I think I do have a picture with you, which is kind of really cool because I'm now, who would have thought several years later, I'd be getting an opportunity to interview you. What about how yes. awesome, what, awesome you Our are. Our lives so. are just getting closer and closer together. Aw. <laughs> I'm famous Aww. for saying I love love. You do <laughs> love love. As long as it's for other people, I don't opinion. have time for that. But, uh, and while- <laughs> Of course you do. I, I, I'm a long and proud video game non-player. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, so I, I have no idea about that part of your life, but I will say that I just pulled up on the phone store just now. I'm gonna install that support in yep. Jamie Gray Hyder. Well, yep, that's the, is that one Modern Warfare? 
This just says Call of or Duty is- Mobile Season 1. Are you in that? I don't know. I don't know which game that is. It's so I'm not always the tech person. I can tell you how they're made. I'm not very good at playing them, although I do try. You were in the trailer for Infinite Warfare. The inf- what was it? Infinite yes. Warfare. Yeah, yeah. Infinite that Warfare. Because that was with, uh, is it Kit Harrington? Is that, is, that, yep. is that his name? Yep. yep. Oh, that was Infinite Warfare. That. And then I did a um, character for one of the, some of the more recent modern warfare installments. Um, I did a character named Rose. And she's an operator you can kind of have in the multiplayer. And I actually recorded that from my closet here in my apartment. That's amazing. <laughs> During quarantine. Technology. I'm telling you. It's a, oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, because you you play, let's see. I'm trying to, I'm looking at this thing. Uh Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Um, you play Lieutenant Nora Salter in the newest installment of that game. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I'm not I'm not a large video game person. I'll be the first one to say that, but but you know I one. have like my own, I do, but I know one and I know some folks. My husband used to do esports for the National Guard and loved it. Like there were just games that they would play together. And that was one of them. So I would hear about it all the time. <laughs> More than I'd like, but you know, I respect Very hobbies. active population. Yes. Yes. Um, ooh, so I do have a question. So of, ooh, yay, yay. I get so excited. Okay. We get there eventually. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's just that's talking. Like, yeah, we're just, just chatting. We're just chatting. Jeff, God. Anyway. So my question, Jamie, is so of some of the, you know, iconic roles that you've played, whether you've been on Law and Order, um, SVU or True Blood or all of the things, even Grayson, right? What's been your favorite role that you've played up to this point? You like like the character that sticks with you. You're just like, man, that was I I did. I did good. I like that one. That was me. Well, Call of Duty, I mean, we've talked so much about it is a huge one for me because I know how impactful that was for, you know, to to have that role as the first female lead. So that's something that's always been important. And it really opened the door to more active, you know, advocacy with the armed forces, which is something that has become a big part of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll always have a soft spot for True Blood. That was the first real set that I really learned what I was doing on. It was, it was, I was scared, but everyone was so warm and so kind. And what was supposed to be a small role turned into a bigger role. And I'm just so grateful that that was my kind of learning experience on in such an established show with an established mm-hmm. network at HBO. And um, that will always have a, you know, very special place in my heart. And then SVU, who gets to get to check that box, to be there for two years, to be able to, you know, talk about my experiences with Ice and Marishka and Kelly and everyone. I feel very grateful to have witnessed all of that professionalism and greatness as well. Oh, that's wonderful. You're like, well, that's you're awesome. like a sponge, Jamie. Yeah. You're just absorbing it all. You're giving it back. Give me all your powers. All of the things. <laughs> Does he let you call him ice or you have to call him Mr. T or wait, that's taken. But uh, taken. Yeah. He's ice. ice He's or ice. Uncle Ice. I call him Uncle Ice because he always has good advice and good stories. Oh, that's lo- I like that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> again i just love love he doesn't hoard knowledge i appreciate that about him he oh, wants cool. to he wants to share his experience with other people that's awesome mm-hmm. well I, i'm going to go ahead and thank you for sharing your experiences with us but before we let you go where 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 can people find you in, i'm in- on instagram of all of them i'm on instagram most i don't do a ton of social media but 
On Instagram, I'm JG Hyder, H-Y-D-E-R. Okay. Um, the same for Twitter. I do Twitter even less, but I do check it every now and then. I love to go back and forth with, you know, people. If anyone has questions, you know, if you want to reach out to me on Instagram, for instance, if you're going to send me a DM, if you just put veteran first, so that as I see, cause I, you know, you can't really see all the messages and you don't really, a lot of them are spam. So if somebody wants to put that they're a service member or a former service member, you know, uh, that always helps to put that at the beginning of your message so that I can see that. So I can try and make sure to answer those. Um, otherwise, hopefully, you know, if you, ever, if you ever see me around, say hello, if there's anything I can do for any of the veteran communities or, or chapters of different organizations, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'd love to just, I would love for you to be in the Legion family. So we're going to push that auxiliary thing. And, I love uh, it. And be careful when you say you'll do anything, because as I joked earlier, I do want a color change in my living room so I can hand you a brush or a roller hey. and I'll go on vacation and expect it to be done when I get back. I want to be all up in your business while you do it. No, but yeah, <laughs> I won't bother you. I'll pick the color. It'll be fine. Don't worry. Oh, no, you're going to pick the color. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh. Yeah, vacation. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks so much. I look forward to hearing you through my phone and playing an actual video game which is yeah until be... i'm yelling at you to do something you don't know how to do then you're gonna start hating it trust me i <laughs> i felt that way about myself when i played infinite warfare well, i have ashley and holly so i'm well trained okay <laughs> being yelled at to we try we do something we really, I don't it's a good do. attempt every day we know and our you're limits. lucky to have them jeff <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you yes <laughs> all right so i want to again thank uh uh, Jamie Gray Hyder for being on here and being Jamie Gray Hyder. And for the rest of you, we will see you after this break. Join us for the 2022 100 Miles for Hope Challenge. The Third American Legion Fitness Challenge will once again raise money for disabled veterans and military families in need. We've made improvements to the 2022 challenge. Monthly mini challenges, department versus department challenges, and easier ways to track your miles. And we've made it easier for friends and families to support you with donations to the Veterans and Children's Foundation. Our goal for this campaign is to raise $450,000 for the foundation. But we're going to need your help. It doesn't matter if you walk, run, ride, or swim. Just get active. Support our veterans and military families. And let's show the nation that we are Veterans, veterans Strengthening, Strengthening America. America. All right, and now we are back. Now, I should say that I have, I did not obviously get to interview Jamie. And mm -hmm. as we're recording this, I haven't heard the interview either uh so you'll have heard it before me or at the same time but uh i would know that she was great in the last ship which if you've never watched the last ship spectacular tv it's got uh adam baldwin my favorite actor of all time um adam baldwin is yeah okay the all man right. he is the always well, he, learning new things about you he was always. In, he was in firefly and i love everyone in firefly nathan fillion and and adam baldwin my two favorite people but she did seem very nice at the natcon and i didn't get a chance to meet yeah. her but she seemed very very genuine and kind it was so funny i i think the first time i met her was in in 2019 i was like man i remember i stood on stage and me being me 
for any of us, for anyone who saw the photos of me at this previous Supervisors of America, I had my mini ears on. Well, when I first went to Orlando in 2019, I had my mini ears on and I had got this like vintage skater skirt uh, dress. It was like a 1950s red. And I remember I have a photo with Jared Lyon and Jamie on stage and I have mini ears on and like this red retro dress on. And it was just like, I was looking at my photos and I was like, I definitely have a photo with you, Jamie. I'm like, the, yeah. The, the most important cool. thing from that week though, was that was the first time I ever really met you. Yeah. I mean, it well, turns out, it turned out I had sort of met you when I went to an event at Akron, Uh huh. but that was yeah. the first time I ever oh actually. Gosh. We've never talked about the origin story. The audience needs to know. Oh, that's right. Because you came to the University of Akron when Medal of Honor recipient Kyle White came yep. to. Yep. And we must have eaten at like the same table because that, yeah, I mean, at that we, time I was. I, we had to have been Kyle. because, yeah, because so Kyle is a, sort of a buddy of mine and we have been golfing together a couple of times. And when he mentioned he was going to Akron, I was like, oh, that's drivable. I could I could tool out there. But it wasn't until years later I realized that you had anything to do with it and i guess rob was there as well yeah one of the funnier stories there. i've ever heard my favorite story was kyle white in that thing where he was in his first firefight and he was shooting from inside a building and he yelled to his platoon sergeant he's like i'm out of grenades so the so the platoon sergeant pulled a bunch of grenades and threw them to him and yeah. one of them went by and went out the door and he didn't know what to do so he went chase the grenade out the door and there was just like rounds kicking up all around his feet and his platoon sergeant just looked at him and was like what a dumbass but it was very very funny <laughs> i remember story. that i remember being in the hall and like we had a bunch of rotc we had a bunch yeah. of history we had offered uh like a different an extra credit opportunity and a learning like you know class opportunity for some of the academic uh folks uh to offer their students and i remember telling that story and i was like blown away and I have photos of that. I'm going to have to like, see if you're in the background anywhere. Like where's been way in the background. Like, where's I generally CD? stay. I stay way in the back. The only thing I had heard oh, yeah. about I know. I know your before MO. that was um, I had heard that you guys have great tailgates at the football games, but of course I never right, got invited to those. All I got invited, I got invited to go see Kyle White. And I remember his platoon sergeant was what the head of the. Uh, yeah, it was a mass. I think it was Master Sergeant Patterson, Mark Patterson. He was a part of our good, post. Real yeah. good dude. He, he retired, he retired, I think like maybe, gosh, it was like a year or two after that. And like, he went and you know moved out to the Midwest and he's been, I'm supposedly moved, living his best life. Cause he was in Restrepo. He was yep. in the documentary Restrepo, right. yep. which if I'm not mistaken, wasn't, uh, the, what was the gentleman's name? The main yeah. speaker. Uh, oh dude. Now you're, now uh, I know exactly where you're going with this. You know, exactly. Sebastian where I'm going. Junger. Uh, Sebastian oh. Junger. Cause he was talking right. about Restrepo. I go, my mind is blown right now. It was like, not yeah. only can I pinpoint somebody from that documentary, but right. I can also, pimp it was just this whole circle trifecta thing. I was like, this is yeah. such a small world. But yeah, it's crazy to think Sebastian that like we Jenner, were at the same table another, together. Yet another Massachusetts, I should point out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know you You did lead with a really I great- did. Uh, I did, you, I did. You, great opening. I did great opening, on but then like the, uh, there was this analogy that you did was just so perfect. I don't know where well, you got was, that from I, it was comparing sebastian junger's oh well that there was that but there was also the mm. sebastian junger's story about running down the train tracks avoiding the police and then i compared it to a night out with tim kennedy and uh, nick palmashano yes, ranger up so 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> With that being said, we're going to move to rapid fire as much yeah, as I it's, love, it's, it's rapid love this, as rapid right. as one can be. <laughs> so th this first one, we're going to go pretty rapid. And I'm literally going to read the title here because <laughs> I have some thoughts. But uh, Military Times article, posting POW footage on social media may constitute human rights violation. Now, this is obviously in reference to the captured Russians that are doing various interviews kind of they're on there saying i didn't we thought we were coming here for training like this is a terrible war but in my mind this does make a good point post you're not supposed to be filming pow's to use for propaganda uh what are, what are your thoughts on this one? Oh, i think like i'm not by any means saying people shouldn't be sharing it on social media that the international police are going to come and get you for you know but like there is kind of a point to it. I don't know. Like, I guess it just depends on like how we, I mean, well, I, I know how we would operate obviously with, you know, Geneva rules and whatnot. And there's, I think things that we would take in consideration as unethical, right. but given the extent of this, you know, this unprovoked, just <laughs> lies of a context yeah. for a war from Russia. I mean, and the distinction to me seems to be that none of these captured Russians seem averse to talking about. It. It's not like they're going up there and they're like blinking and Morse code, come save me. They seem to be pretty yeah. like willing to just say, I don't even know what I'm doing here, which. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what was it like? Um, I'm trying to think. I think it might have been maybe it was the Vietnam War, but I know that there were some prisoner of war circumstances where like folks didn't understand like um like body language or right. like hand like hand sing, like yeah. you know what i mean like certain gestures of the hand stuff like that that would kind of give away um, yes, the, the, the one right? fingered like, one fingered piece symbol yes yes yeah. yes yes um so i just think it's interesting because like what is it? so, so i just want to cor correct me if i'm wrong here so it says ukrainian top law enforcement agency the security service of ukraine shared a compliment comp complimation of videos of captured russian soldiers to its facebook page one of which or complimation complimation of video so a collection of, of of videos if you will i shouldn't i shouldn't um, goof on ashley the word she's looking for folks is compilation yes comp compilation compilation <laughs> you know what i'm gonna get me a dr seuss book and i'm gonna go I, back through one yeah we're gonna two, we're, i don't i don't think it rhymes with anything so you might mm -hmm. not find compilation in there who knows? Hubilation? That's that rhymes. It's, it's, anyway, that's, a, that's me channeling my my Grinch and love of Jim Carrey playing the Grinch. But that's not the point. Um, I just so I just want to be clear. Like this is Ukraine sharing videos of Russian soldiers right. on Facebook. I mean, I don't know. Like, what, I mean, what, what were we expecting? We live in a, a social. Right the world right now like i feel like this is just one of those things we have to continue to navigate like we don't even have full privacy and like legislation that supports how we use our social media and how they gather data right like so yeah. thinking about this in context of war i think that's something that we're going to end up reviewing and adding some sort of clauses later on like hey no like that's no that's yeah. a, no I, 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 I thought it was interesting i actually thought of this the other day when i first started seeing these videos and i was like huh that 
arguably violates the Geneva Convention. And I guess others are agreeing, yeah, that probably violates. But again, I, I think there's a difference between someone willingly giving an interview about a subject that, like, you know, the Russians that have been captured, yeah. are, they're not being tortured. And they go to great lengths to say, yeah, we're being fed and everything else. So, yeah, I don't really mm -hmm. have as big an issue with it. I just thought it was kind of an interesting story. Yeah. So, all right. Um, San Diego VA Medical Center renamed after fallen U.S. Army nurse. I thought this was kind of a cool story. Um, Jennifer Moreno was just 25 years old when she died. The Army captain and nurse was killed during deployment to Afghanistan in 2013 while trying to help a, fellow, a fallen fellow soldier. She was always somebody to put others before her, said Moreno's sister, Yuritsa Cordova. Um, I mean, I don't really have anything to add to this story, but I think it's great. Like, I love... <laughs> I love, like, I'm not a big fan of just renaming things, generally speaking, like, I, I, I get it, you know, there's a lot of, mm -hmm. but I mean, if you're going to rename them, this is the, absolutely the kind of person you need to name it after, right? I mean, right. yeah, and it was would, all, it was legislation that was introduced by the local congressman, Mike Levin, obviously, it has to be approved, you know, by president, uh, president has to sign it into law, um, so you know, it's, I think it's a great way to honor her service. I mean, it really is, uh, you know, I, there, there aren't many facilities or things named after women veterans, if we're being totally honest, you know, so. I, I, I'm going to be perfectly frank. I didn't actually even, real, I didn't even consider the women angle, but yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Meanwhile, I'm busy googling over here to find out who my va is named after because embarrassingly i had no idea who it was uh it's the richard rodebush va but it turns out he was the national commander of the vfw so oh. i guess i go to a vfw uh va every time i go but yeah i'm all for okay. naming them especially after you know people like this I, i'm still waiting to step foot on alwyn alwyn cash fort fort cash or whatever so we'll see um third story here and i honestly just included this for our own jeff daily but mm -hmm. the it's an article in the charlotte observer and it's the title it says everything you need to know marines must quote stay away from all wildlife end quote due to rabies threat at camp lejeune in north carolina so apparently there's one rabid raccoon running around camp lejeune can you imagine a worse idea than telling a bunch of Marines don't chase the wildlife? It's like you're challenging them. <laughs> they're like, are you telling me I can't do right. it? And then they're like, therefore I shall. Right. There's, uh, there's 400 yeah. dudes on Camp Lejeune right now in a ghillie suit with like corn in their hands waiting <laughs> to catch a rabid raccoon because you basically challenged them. And it's such that. a beautiful portrait there. Just. It's like we the, know the, it's the, true. The, it the first maybe... giving, and they're all like trying to offer food, and there's like this raccoon calling all the shots, and you've got all these guys like, oh. <laughs> Back in the old days, I, I mean, I don't know if they even still do this in the army, but it, when you would get leave when you were in a place not your home base, they'd be like, whatever you do, don't go to Jim Bob's house of ecstasy or whatever, and then. Every guy is like, where's that located? Like, that? <laughs> as soon as they say, don't do it, every dude in the unit's like, huh, there's an idea. Gosh. Don't, don't, I mean. Well, maybe the they'll fact, adopt a new mask. The Who knows? The fact that the Marines needed to put out a statement, 
don't chase the rabid wildlife to me spells a problem. There's a lot of borderline past the ass fab, but maybe with a little help dudes right now <laughs> hiding in the dirt, waiting to catch that rabid raccoon and be Probably like, look what I got. Some, like Somewhere from certain parts of the country, you're like, oh, I can, I can get it. I could snap. Yes. Yeah, I could do it. And Jeff Daly would be kind of <laughs> hiding behind a tree, laughing at all of them and doing absolutely nothing. He would be situation. so far away. He'd, with, he'd have like binoculars and he'd, he'd be like, be, right. looks good, guys. Looks yeah, good. Yeah, no, well done. <laughs> good job, guys. I'm going to sit over here. Keep my crayon in peace. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I have actual legal work to do but my shout out is naturally to our own jeff daly we still miss you we still need you back soon because i can't be trusted to do this for very long ashley second that i I second that motion uh i first and second that motion and hereby their pass so you have yield back your time but i want to remind folks that they should not forget to subscribe to the tango alpha lima podcast on youtube Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you consume your podcasts, please leave us a review and give us a big old five-star rating so the world knows how much you love us. Please do not send us any random mascot photos of your choosing. Let's leave that to potentially Bulldog or Raccoon. We'll, do, we'll let the Marines figure that out. Anyway. I'm trying to so, figure out if do not forget is a double negative. Do not forget. Should should. Oh. Words. I, I mean, is there a get? Could you get something? Could you? It's like the word resign or resign. I don't like that they're spelled the same because I'll be like, hey, Tom Brady resigned and everyone like he resigned. Like, I don't like never mind. I'm just okay. I'm just so saying. let me let me rephrase. <laughs> no, be you sure, said it correctly. Don't be sure forget. to subscribe to our amazing podcast. Rate Much us five better. big old stars. And if you have any guest recommendations, go to legion.org backslash Tango Alpha Lima and click on suggest a guest link. Send us who you think we should be speaking with. Uh, if you have comments and just want to send some love into Jeff, we totally appreciate it. I know that he will look forward to opening those and having a big old smile on his face. Um, but yeah, he's texting me while we're recording this i just want to throw uh, that out there he's probably he is, like is ashley doing what she's supposed to be doing right tell her she, if, he's always trying to micromanage me i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna red eye to cali it's gonna be game over game over <laughs> i wish I, I mean like i would love to go and visit jeff but again he would really want to sit and talk it's not really my strong suit you just like you I, just want to be this the standing stoic there right sitting know, in the corner i know playing a golf game on my phone and answering legal briefs. Well, anyway. on, th- on that note, you can yeah. get back to your legalese, Mr. CB. Yeah. We are well wishing for Jeff and the entire Legion community. And with that being said, episode 99, mission complete.